Hey, welcome to the Level Up Girl podcast. We pray that today's message bless you. Let's level up, girl. Blessing, ladies, blessings. We are here one more time with Level Up Girl. It is Ladies Night, and we are joining you here from Tampa, Florida, uh, with your favorite uh, Ladies Night podcast, Level Up Girl. We are in season five, episode two. I am your host, Pastor Lucy. And I'm your co-host, Fanny. Amen. And we are gathered here together to celebrate women all over the world. Um, trying to just lock arms and coming together and allowing each and every one of us to uh, just share together. I always say that this is an interactive podcast where you're able to speak your mind, you're able to uh, share your experiences. Um, we go ahead and, and kind of go through the comments and uh, talk back to, to whatever question you have or comment that you have. So make sure you feel at home. Um, we are your girls, amen, so you can just uh, be honest and open up. Uh, this is a show uh, that was created by us, uh, but it is your show. That's what we say, your show, our show, Level Up, girl. I missed my cue the first time. Hey, there you go. That's why I said it again, amen. Can't miss it the second time, but we thank God that we are here together. Um, we're trying to see if we can log on on um, Instagram. It's not uh, allowing me to go live. So we will try this again. Let's do it. And see if it's if it's gonna help us here. But if not, then we will try to go ahead and, and continue. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Ladies, we are super excited to be connected once again. It's been a little minute, but we are back and we're just so happy to be connected with you all tonight. If you are logged on, if you could please share this, share this on your social platforms. We believe that there's other women out there that the word that we we're, we're bringing forth tonight is going to touch some women. And so, listen, Pastor Lucy always says this, and I love it. It's probably one of my favorite things in the world. Don't be stingy with the word. Okay. <laughs> so, come on, ladies. Let's not be stingy with the word. If you can go ahead and share, we would definitely appreciate it. If this podcast has done something in your life, if you feel like you have leveled up, you know, why, why hold on to to the blessings, right? Mm. So let's go ahead and share. Um, if you are logged on tonight, if I can see some hands, come on, let's see some hands. We want to shout on. you out. Where are these where, women tonight? Where are you ladies? <laughs> so we have the Faith Squad on. We have some of our girls from the Faith Squad. I know our sister Lynette is logged on. Okay. We've got Leticia uh, in the building. We've okay. got Jennifer Rodriguez. Okay. Marie Lugo. Um, Lisa Haynes. Okay. Hey, we, we got our crew. We got our crew. Amen. We are just super happy. <laughs> I cannot go live on Instagram. This is not working. Instagram, you're going to have to forgive us tonight, uh, but we have to go on, right? Yes. Uh, we just want to thank you so much for joining us. Um, I know that uh, our schedules are a little crazy, and sometimes we uh, we mean to get on and go live, but sometimes... Our schedules do not permit us to go, whether, um, you know, she's traveling and doing her music thing or life I'm happens. doing ministry, uh, <laughs> life happens. But I want you to understand that 
we have built a community of women where we pray for you women um even though we're not in constant communication we are praying for you we are asking the lord to intervene in every single uh situation or circumstance that you find yourself in there are so many women that still hit us up um asking for prayer um you know sharing their their uh happiness with us mm -hmm. their stories yes. um their testimonies and um i i just want to say this because a lot of people don't understand um the reason for this podcast um and one of the things that god placed in our hearts is that there's so many people that go to therapy there's so many people that do uh, um coaching and as uh you know we were talking about this there's a lot of uh different people that when they do coaching they do not uh sit down with a person that is below a certain level if you are in the midst of trauma uh whether you're going through a divorce whether you're going through a heavy uh, uh depression or anxiety or any of those different uh things uh the coach will not take you on to coach you uh because you have to have a certain amount of stability in order to be able to be coached into what it is that they're trying to coach you in and it just dawned on me in the middle of hearing this where the holy spirit just hit me and said what about all those women that are under that level that are below that level that are going through traumatic situations that need somebody to lock arms with them and say you know what i don't care about coaching i don't care about anything else other than grabbing your hand and telling you listen you can get out of this place you can get out of toxic you can get out of dysfunction and i said you know what i personally know too many women that are still in that place of maybe I don't know how to get out of this vicious circle. I don't know how to break this pattern. I don't know what I'm I'm doing. I don't know how to get uh, uh or change this level that I'm in. And so we sat together and we were like we have to come up with something where we can uh be that person for other people. Uh be the person that we needed when we were going through our desert. Mm -hmm. Be the person that we need even now as we're walking in the promised land. There is such a misconception in people that think that because you are in your promised land that things are great, that maybe things are going well. And a lot of the, the the times we have to understand that even when we're in the promised land, there's still walls come that on. need to come down. There's still giants that need to be killed. I wish there was somebody here that understood that just because you are in your promised land and you got out of the desert does not mean you don't need to level up. Oh, come on. Oh, I love that. I think in, in different seasons of your life, there you have to pro like produce more. There, there's mm. different levels come with different capacities and so you have to pour out more in different seasons. That's right. You have to give more in different seasons, you know? Right. So I, I love that. Yeah. So I mean it, it's very interesting to understand that even even in the ministerial mm -hmm. level we still need to level up. Mm -hmm. Um I love it because uh when Jesus met Peter and Peter was uh a fishing all night, Jesus said to them, "Listen, you need to go deep." I need you to go deeper. I need you to go to the other side. And a lot of the times we think that because we're ministers of the gospel, we're doing ministry all the time, that we don't need to go deeper, that we don't need to level up, that we don't need more intimacy, that we don't need to draw nearer to God so he can draw nearer to us. And it's very important to understand that in all levels of life, we need to level up. Ladies, it's awesome to see you guys logging on, Marie. 
We have Elise. Uh, we have so many different women that are logging on. Ladies, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we are in every uh, different platform where you listen to your podcast. You can just uh, hit the play button while you're working out, while you are in your, your work or on your way to work, on your way home from work. Uh, you can uh, just go ahead and go into Google Play. You can go to Apple Music. Where else can um, Spotify? Yep, Spotify. Um, I think you mentioned most of them. Yeah, Anchor. so anywhere that you listen to your podcast, just look us up, Level Up Girl podcast uh you can find us and that way while you're doing your chores while you're doing uh errands you can just listen to the episodes we have about 30 episodes mm -hmm. um in the bank and um you can go ahead and go into season one season two season three season four we are in season five ladies i don't know if you got the message uh <laughs> but we are in season five and it is amazing um to be able to see the growth in so many women um, you know, there, there's something that sometimes I, I kind of wonder, I get a lot of testimonies of women mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, were stuck not being able to open up that business that God placed in their spirit. Uh, people that, uh, didn't feel the boldness to just go and do it. People that were fearful, like, oh, uh, how can I be a business owner? How could I be an entrepreneur? Yeah. Uh, you know, that kind of stuff. And we've received so many different testimonies of women that said, you know what, Pastor Lucy, Fani, uh, after watching Level Up Girl, uh, you know what, this new year, I'm going to start my business. They have tagged us on the grand openings, on the uh, uh, ribbon cutting uh, of different businesses that women have opened. Um, women that we know in ministry that uh, were stuck because they couldn't finish their books mm -hmm. that God had asked them to write. And uh, they have sent us uh, uh, hundreds of testimonies of, you know, writing songs, writing books, um, you know, starting that ministry, uh, continuing that ministry. There are people that uh, back in 2020 were considering closing up their ministries that said, you know what, I listened to Level Up Girl and it was that particular episode that just put some fire in my engine and I just felt from God that it was time to continue to uh, uh, put my hands on the plow. So ladies, we want to applaud you throughout these years that we've been together all these different episodes. I just want to applaud all those brave women and even some men that have joined on, mm -hmm. um, you know, to just say, you know, what is time for me to level up? You know, uh, enough is enough. I'm not going to remain in this level anymore. God is calling me to higher grounds. God is calling me into deeper waters. And I, I just want to applaud each and every one of you that you have not allowed fear to keep you stagnant. You have not allowed fear to keep mm -hmm. you stuck on. And uh, we just want to say thank you so much for tuning in and uh, allowing this to be a movement, allowing this to be a community where we can just lock arms with you ladies and just say, you know what? You got this girl. You can do this. Um, not only you go girl, but also accountability because we had a couple of men jump, jump on here and say, oh, is this a go, you go girl kind of uh, a podcast? Right. And I said, uh-uh, this is not a you go girl. No, this is, you know what? There's accountability. Girl, if you're doing it wrong, you're doing it wrong. That's good. Somebody has to understand that tonight. And so we just want to say thank you to each and every one of you. We want to say thank you for all those courageous women.
that even in the middle of a, of a depression bed or even in the stage of anxiety, I have said, you know what? I know God is doing a new thing. And when we started this podcast, we started it off with the verse that God gave us, which was Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Uh, you know, forget about the past. Can you see I'm doing a new mm -hmm. thing is springing up? Can you perceive it? And I wish somebody would get that in their spirit. We've been talking about this verse for uh, uh, about <laughs> five seasons yep. now. And uh, God has been touching so many different women um, that understand that it's time to level up. It's time to get the show on the road and do what God is asking you to do. Um, you know, you don't serve anybody by playing small. Mm. I love that. You don't serve anybody by playing small. You need to go and walk into the greatness that God has destined for you, the mission that God has brought you to this earth for. Amen. So we just want to say thank you for that. Um, for all those women that are uh, new, we have a website and it's www.lhm1.org. It's on your screen. Um, you can go there. We have a shop that you can go shopping. Uh, now for the holidays, go ahead and uh, go and take a look at it. Uh, you'll be able to get your, your uh, gifts or presents um, or even for yourself uh, before the holidays. Make sure that you go ahead and, and uh, do a little shopping after the show. We have a lot of cute little things. We still have some crew neck sweaters. Uh, we're about to receive our new shipment for our new shirts. We got a couple of cute little shirts coming along. So uh, stay tuned for that. Keep checking the website. Um, and we will also send out emails to all those that have shopped before. We will also put it on our pages so that you know that we have uh, the new merchandise coming out. Uh, our sister Lynette has posted the link there. You can go right after the show and make sure you do a little shopping, especially now for the holidays. If it's hard for you to buy something for one of your sisters in church um, and you've been thinking about something to buy, we have a lot of beautiful faith items that are on there that you're going to love and also the people that you gift it to. Amen. Ladies, if you have not... Uh went into our Level Up Girl pages. I just wanted to let you girls know that we have our uh, actual Level Up Girl global page on Facebook, and we also have it on Instagram. So go ahead, when you click out of here, when we're done, go ahead and follow us. Follow us on the pages. Um, I think that as we continue to grow those platforms, um, we can connect with a, a broader, you know, um, audience. audience. Mm -hmm. Yes, so if you can go ahead and do that, we would greatly appreciate it. Also, for you ladies who have been, you know, coming on and listening to, to the Level Up Girl podcast and you've been being blessed by it, this is a free resource that we bring forth for everyone. Um, we don't ask for anything, but if the Lord places it in your heart and you want to be part of this movement, even if it's just uh, uh, sowing a seed, whatever that is, whatever it looks like to you, you can do so by partnering with us um, and uh, sending us, I don't know if we have the link to go ahead and put up on the screen um, through Cash App, you can send it to Money Sign, Pastor Loose, whatever the Lord places in your heart. If you want to go ahead and partner up with us and sow into this ministry, we would greatly appreciate it. Amen. That's awesome. There's a lot of ladies that uh, have been partnering up with us and we want to say thank you. Uh, we're able to continue to uh, grow this ministry and, and continue to bless other ladies uh, by those of you that have been already partnering up. Like she said, it's Money Sign Pastor Loose. You can go into Cash App and also you can go into the website lhm1.org. Um, you can also go in there and if you want to sow a seed, you can also do that 
while you're there. Um, I don't know if these girls are ready for tonight, but before we go on and we start talking about our entanglement tonight, I don't know if you're ready, but if you're ready, I want you to share. I want you to start writing some of the women's names that you know might be blessed by this podcast tonight. Somebody got to hear about this entanglement tonight. Somebody has to be free from what we're going to be talking about tonight. And somebody has to level up and change for this 2023. You can't remain the same. Listen, we have to, we have to get on this uh, bandwagon with the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, wherever you're going to take me, that's where I'm going. So I encourage you and I motivate you right now to go ahead and write a couple of women's names on the uh, um, comment section and make sure that when you tag them, they're going to get a notification. Hey, so-and-so is tagging you they're gonna look they're gonna look because they're curious to see what you're what you're trying to tag them on and they're gonna come on and they're going to be blessed like we always say do not be stingy with the word this word is for you and it's gonna bless you but there is a woman in your life a sister a mother mother mother-in-law a co-worker a cousin Anybody that you know that you can say, you know what, so-and-so needs to hear this word. I I thank you so much for not being stingy with the word and saying, you know what, I'm not going to keep this word for myself. I know that my friend needs to hear this. I know that they're going to be blessed. And so go ahead and and tag somebody, uh, share this on your page, have a watch party. I don't know if that still exists, but whatever whatever you're going to do, go ahead and do it. Uh, Make sure you let everybody know that we are live here. And this is not just our show. It is your show. This is interactive where we just come and we're honest. We're just bluntly honest and transparent with issues that are plaguing us women. Yes. Things that are that are not working in our favor that we're calling it out. We're calling it out. We're just focusing on things that have us stuck. Mm -hmm. And listen, we're doing this because we love you, because we want you to grow, because we want you to go ahead and and be all that God has asked you to be. This is not about church. Mm. This is not about affiliation with churches. We're not asking you to come to our church. You can belong to any church, any ministry, and listen, and we're not recruiting anybody. We're just asking you to lock arms with us and be better. Be the person that God has called you to be wherever you're serving. Because we always talk about it. Be everything that you can be wherever you're serving. So go ahead and share with somebody without fear of, oh, no, you know, that person goes to this church. This is kingdom. This is kingdom. We want you to be free. We want you to be where God has you to be. Amen. So today we're going to be talking about an entanglement. I don't know, Fani, if they're ready for this. But if you are, show us uh, hands that you are ready to hear what God is about to lay on us because we're receiving as well. Go ahead. That's right. Ladies, uh, tonight the entanglement is one that I think that most of us do or have done. Some may be a little bit more professional others but um i think it's it's one that um it's going to confront us tonight Mm -hmm. Um, i I love topics that confront us because those are the ones that allow us to check ourselves and say you know what let me do some inventory and Mm -hmm. figure out i love that uh, where it is that i'm either lacking Lacking. slacking or or just i you know level up in and so this is one of those entanglements and so i don't know if you are ready but if you are go ahead and say i'm ready on the screen i wish somebody was ready see those hands ladies we ready i don't know if they're ready but if you're ready go ahead let us see some hands if you're ready uh we have jocelyn that just uh logged on god bless you sis um and everybody else that is watching go ahead and tag somebody hey marie is ready jocelyn is ready 
Oh, Magali all the way from New York. She's ready as well. Ladies, our entanglement for today. Our entanglement for today is excuses. Oh my God. Mm. Quote unquote, God is still working on me. Okay. How many of us have said that or used that excuse? Come on now, keep it real. Mm. Like, I, I want to see how many of you, God is still working on me. Oh, you say things like, oh, don't try me. God is still working oh, on me. Oh, okay. You know, in other words, like, <laughs> I'll pop off, I'll take off my hoops. Okay. Although we do say that, but we, always say we ain't that. hitting nobody. <laughs> Ladies, but it oftentimes we hear people say the phrase, God is still working on me. And That's although good. that is true, it is it is true because we are God's workmanship. He continues to, to work in us and through us so that we can become better. But I feel like people use it as a way to avoid being held accountable, mm. to do better and to be better. And so I... I hear this often come from the mouths of believers, you know, wow. and, and what it sounds like to me is don't hold me accountable to doing better because I'm going through my process. Mm. Don't tell me nothing about my decisions because I'm the one who will have to deal with the consequences. Wow. Um, I can compromise or compromise a little. God knows my heart, right? And this is, or this is just how I am. Many times we use these sayings, these phrases to kind of just not be held accountable with areas in our lives where we, we are, we don't want anybody to check us in, or Ooh. we don't want to grow, you know, in these areas or let anybody in. And so it's almost like a wall that we, we create, you that. know, and, and it's like, okay, you, I've allowed you up to this, this much. You're not allowed in to this area here, right? I and, and I feel like that phrase is, is what that is. You know, when I hear you say that phrase, uh, you know, God is still working on me, it almost takes me to the experience, to the shopping experience. Um, have you ever gone into the mall or to, you know, a beautiful shop and, you know, you're looking around or even in a place that is very expensive and you're just window shopping, you really don't want to buy nothing. And you go in there and all of a sudden, uh, you walk in, you're looking at all the different uh, clothes or items that you're looking at. And all of a sudden, the uh, salesperson comes over to you and you look at the person and, you t and they're like, oh, uh, how can I help you? What are you in for? Just browsing. <laughs> and the moment you say just browsing, you have neutralized that salesperson. Yep. That salesperson mm -hmm. says, okay, let me know if you have any questions. Yep. And they turn around and they leave you alone. Yep. And so sometimes, mm. come on somebody, like we neutralize people that are trying to hold us accountable for us living a godly life by neutralizing them, by saying, just browsing. Mm. I love how that's God out. is still working on me. <laughs> In other words, that person's like, turn around because mm -hmm. I'm human yep, and my yep. humanity is taken over. Mind your business. Mm. In other words. <laughs> <laughs> and so you have to neutralize the person that is trying to keep you accountable yeah. by using as a crutch. Yeah. Now, mm. the problem lies not in that you're using it as a crutch. The problem lies is that when you use this phrase as a crutch, you believe it yourself. Mm. That is the problem. The problem is not that others are not going to believe in your humanity and your excuses and your reality. It could be a valid excuse. Mm -hmm. It could be a valid mm -hmm. excuse. The problem here is, is that we believe our own lies. Jesus. Minister D, God bless you from Atlanta. Welcome. It's, it's amazing how we believe our own excuses. Mm -hmm. 
And the excuses become so blatant sometimes and we're so used to them that we start to believe in them and we start using them as a crutch as to why we will not level up. That's deep. That's deep. It, you know, the phrase becomes an excuse many use to stay in a place of dysfunction, hmm. of conforming to their own pattern. You know, the, the, the Bible tells us do not conform to the patterns of, the, of this world. That's right. Yes. Sometimes we have our own patterns that mm. we're conforming oh, to. Right. And I feel like that could be, that could be one. Mm. Um, also with us not a lot being aligned with what God may want for, for our lives, mm. you know, and this is what happens when we put excuses or we do not. I think that at the end of the day, it comes down to. Uh, being held accountable, like you said, mm -hmm. in those areas where we just throw out the phrase and it's like, okay, leave me alone. I'm not ready to step up in, in this area mm -hmm. just yet. Um, and, and it's almost like what you're saying where we, we lie to ourselves or maybe we know that we need to change, but we rather not have to deal with those areas. Mm. Um, so good. I, I wanted to share something that I read and it's by an author. His name is James E. Lewis Jr. And it says in today's society, we tend to use the excuse. God is still working on me to justify our mess ups, Ooh. our failures and wrong decisions that we have made through our lives. Mm. These are alternate routes that many of us take to justify our own inner desires, our own bad behavior, our own lack of success, and our own lack to do better. Jesus. Uh, the Bible tells us in Proverbs 4.23 that above all else, guard your heart for uh, everything you do flows from it. I love it. I love it. You know, one of the things that I, that I love the most about something that you wrote here um, is um, don't tell me nothing about my decisions because I am the one who will have to deal with the consequences. And I wanted to hone in on that mm -hmm. because I have heard many of my family members, mm -hmm. especially family, because that's who you, you know, you always, oh, you, you feel, parent. you feel open, yeah. you feel open enough and, 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 uh, close enough mm -hmm. to check your family. Yeah. Right. But family usually are the first ones to say, listen, mm -hmm. that's my decision. I'm going to have to deal with the consequences. Not, mm. not because, the, listen, be, you know why? Because the first person you call when you in a hot mess, okay? <laughs> and I'm talking about experience. I ain't talking about, I read it in a book. Mm. I have a lot of knuckleheads in my family. And guess what? <laughs> the first thing they do as soon as they're in problems or in trouble is what? Hey, can you help me here? Can you help me there? I just done wasted this and I just done wasted that. Can you loan me? Can you take me out? Can you bail me out? Yeah, yeah. And the problem here is that it's, it's not about whether we want to help or not. The problem is, is that if, when you're connected to people, your decisions have consequences yeah. that spill over mm -hmm. into somebody else's life. So you, you got to stop saying, oh, you know what? No, no, no. I'll deal with my own mm -hmm. consequences. But then don't call me. Lose my number. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so good. I love that you actually touched on that because it's so true. Like, we are connected. We we become connected to people that they, they do depend on us to a certain level. And every time their bad consequences come knocking on the door, all of a sudden, you know, 
it becomes somebody else's problem. Mm. And so I think that we should be conscious of the decisions that we're making, the excuses that we're making, and what we're allowing in our lives because the reality is that it does trickle down to everybody that is That's around you. To. And, yeah. and, and I think that in, in, more, in, in, in analyzing this situation, you're looking at these things and you're looking at that phrase, I'll deal with my own consequence as another, I'm just browsing, you know, neutralize the person that's trying to yeah. check you. Yeah. It, you. They don't believe in that because they've been through these cycles before. Mm -hmm. They know that they keep choosing the wrong man. And every time that man beats them up, who do you call? Mm -hmm. Every time they, they, they throw you out of the house, who do you call? And so a lot of the times we're talking about I'll deal with my own consequences as a neutralizer, as something that you say so that people can leave you alone and not check you mm -hmm. and not uh, uh, um, go ahead and, and, and kind of confront you about these things. I love it because sometimes when I'm talking to my sister, we, we talk about, uh, uh, you know, situations, personal situations, and she always tells me, I'm going to challenge you on that. <laughs> And then I'll come back like, you know what? Don't ever say I didn't challenge you in this situation mm. because I'm, I'm, I'm challenging you. Did you think about all the different pros and cons about the decision you're yeah. about to make? And she'll do the same thing to me. But I think that that's what makes the best relationships, open relationships where, you know what? I'm not afraid to check you. Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid to say, hey, did you consider this perspective? Do you consider and make a list of the pros and the cons because your consequences are going to end up being mine. Mm -hmm. Because even if I don't have to lend you money, I'm going to suffer because you're suffering. Yeah, yeah. That's what love is. That is true. Even if I don't have to bail you out of jail, I'm going to be suffering if you have another uh, mishap in your marriage mm -hmm. or another uh, uh, dead relationship. Yeah. And a lot of the times we don't understand that when we are connected to people, they also suffer our consequences, even if they don't have to bail us out. They do suffer when we suffer because that's what love is all about. I think that uh, the person that is saying, I'll deal with my consequences, is not really thinking about, uh, I'll deal with my consequences. They really are just trying to neutralize the person and say, leave me alone, mind your business, turn around, make believe you didn't see this. Yeah. Make, yeah. you know, mind your business. Yeah, let's, sweep it under the rug. let's sweep it under the rug. You ain't seen nothing. Don't say nothing, you know, and a lot of the times, uh, because we don't want to have those kinds of conversations, sometimes we turn around. It's the same thing when people say, I'm only human. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is how I am. This is how I am. I'm still in the process. God is still, like, like you said, God is still working on me. Um, but I, I, I always hear, I'm human. What do you mm -hmm, expect? Mm -hmm. I'm human. And you know what? And I, I think that um, yesterday when we were doing our ministerial class, uh, something that was so profound to me is that uh, one of the things we know as believers is that the Bible says that we have been crucified with Jesus Christ. And it says that we're dead. We're dead to sin. We've been crucified. You've been crucified. You're dead. You no longer exist. It says now Jesus Christ it lives in you. In other words, that your flesh should not be this thing that you always throw out in the forefront to say I'm human. No, you're spiritual. Oh, come on. A lot of people believe that we're human with a spirit inside. No, we are spiritual beings inside of a body. <laughs> I wish you understood exactly. tonight. Come on. Somebody needs to understand that the more important thing here is your spiritual mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. It's the spirit because that's what's going to have to be in, the, in front of God one day. 
It's, it's your soul. And so when we look at these kinds of things, this flesh is going to perish. Stop saying I'm only human. No, you're not. You're not only human. You are a spiritual being that God called even from the foundations of the earth. And when we look at it from that perspective, I'm a spiritual being mm -hmm. in a house. Stop saying I'm human. I'm only human. No, you're not only human. Not if you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior. Yeah. Something has to be alive in you. And so we're calling you out tonight. Mm. We're calling somebody out. You know, there's there's another side of this, uh, at least for me, is, you know, seeing people making, you know, excuses as to why they don't want to change or as to why they continue in dysfunction, toxic relationships, and just bad decisions, period, um, is that sometimes we see the, the what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, what the person can be. You know what I'm saying? You see all of their good qualities. You see how their potential, how their potential that's the word I'm looking for. You see the potential in them to be able to be good yes, wives good. eventually, to be able to be, you know, a better mom or whatever it may be, you know, uh, wherever you are placed, whatever it is that you're doing. Yes. I feel like sometimes I see potential in people and it hurts my heart when I see somebody with so much potential mm. just make bad decisions. You know, and it's almost like I, I feel like it is my job to have to speak some life into mm. you, some sense into you to check you in these areas because you're not seeing what I'm seeing. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like for those people, I don't know if there's people connected here where you're probably that person that maybe your mom calls you and checks you, your sister, your spiritual mother, whatever it is. Or somebody. maybe maybe you're the checker. Maybe so you checker. know exactly what we're exactly. talking about. <laughs> so this is a two-sided thing, you That's know? Right. Um, but yeah. I think that... That attitude leads to compromise yeah. all the time. Yeah, 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 for sure. That attitude leads to compromise because you are anesthetizing. You are making yourself a, a, a numb to the reality that there needs to be a change. And the more you uh, uh, walk around with the banner of God is still working on me or I'm only human, you're, the only thing you're going to be doing with that is playing with your own mind, telling yourself, I don't need to level up. Yeah. I don't need to change because you know what? Uh, my process is my own process mm -hmm. and, and God is doing the work and, and he is faithful to finish the work he started. Because listen, let me tell you something. We are quick to quote the Bible when it helps us out. Oh, come on. Come on, somebody. <laughs> when it's beneficial. When it's beneficial. We know the verses to go to. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at this. This is a great verse yeah. that I can use right here. And so it's important for us to understand that when we're walking around with a banner of God is still working on me, or I'm only human, or you know what, uh, 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 this is, uh, I'm going to deal with my own consequences, mm -hmm. or whatever that is, when we walk with that banner, what we're really doing it's just anesthetizing ourselves to come up to level and say there needs to be a change. Mm. Uh, Christina says, absolutely, we need that jump start. We need uh, somebody to call us out. Sometimes, mm -hmm. sometimes it's, it's loving to look at somebody and say, girl, you better analyze what you're doing. Because you know what? For the last six years, you've been telling me you're going to start new in the new year. And every January, you do the same thing. You buy the same outfits to go work out. And guess what? You ain't never been to no gym. And sometimes that's even the spiritual gym. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's even in our spiritual life, in our relationships. 
When are we going to break these patterns? When are we going to break these curses over our life? And I love that we go into that because a lot of us, especially us Christians, we always say this, and I and I love it. Oh, the generational curses. When we when we look at that word, we always think to 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 think about or tend to think about somebody uh, cursed us. Yeah. Somebody put a curse on us. And we forget that these curses, these generational curses, in reality, all they are is patterns. Yep. And if you do not become the pattern breaker in your family, the pattern is going to continue. Mm. That curse in that family is going to continue. Have you ever looked at your family? There's always something that happens in the family. There, there's always either alcoholism mm -hmm. and Uncle Harry and, and, and Uncle John and, and, and Brother uh, Peter and everybody from from the grandfather to the uncles to the dad everybody suffers from that one thing whether it's sexual immorality whatever that is there's something something that is the common denominator in your family yeah. and they're not curses that a witch came and said i curse you yeah. and the rest of your family no 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 they're patterns that we choose to pick up mm -hmm. and continue mm -hmm. to carry and we have to say, I am not carrying this pattern into my family. My boys, Come my on. girls will not do this. No, 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 no. I'm going to break free, just like Christina's saying. I'm going to move on. I'm going to expect more. I'm going to set a better example. I'm not going to continue this pattern in my family. This will not be the common denominator in my family. And when you do that, you stop thinking about fairy tales and, oh, it's a curse. The yeah, generational yeah. curse. There's a curse. Hey, they cursed me. Mm. I'm cursing. We curse. They curse. No, it's a pattern. Yeah. Generational curses are patterns. And you have the power and authority to stop it. You, 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 you that's watching me. You have the power to stop that pattern. And so one of these patterns are our excuses yeah we gotta stop doing that you saw your grandmother your mother you using excuses they're valid but guess what people that are successful choose not to use those mm. excuses that are valid yeah they're valid but in order to make it you got to push through you can't give people excuses all the time yeah. i see it in ministry all the time when you're running and managing teams, and those people that are in, in the secular world and you're managing, you're in management, you see it all the time. Every week, somebody calls in with a good excuse and maybe it's valid, but guess what? The team is still waiting. Yeah. The task has to be done. Yeah. Life goes on, situations will happen. Some of us with our valid excuses choose not, not to use them. And I think that that's what makes the difference between success and being in a circle. Yeah, yeah. Walking in that hamster's wheel. My God, that's deep and it's some real stuff. And I think that it's something that we should all, you know, be considering even uh, putting this together. It, it allows you to to take inventory like what where in my life can I be better, whether mm -hmm. that's in the secular world or whether that's at work or even in ministry. You know, um, because it is true. We see where we put excuses for so many things, but usually an excuse is because you don't feel like doing a thing. You don't want to do a thing. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to read something else that uh, I saw online. It says that psychologists place excuse making in the self handicapping category. Ooh, that's so that good. is 
It's a behavior we express that hurts our own performance and motivation. It serves as a distraction of sorts that prevents us from achieving a task. And I kind of want you to go into this and break this down, Pastor, um, about self-handicapping. I think that we've we've spoken about, you know, the handicap syndrome um, when, when David calls, um, what, I don't know if he was the son or the cousin of um, yes, him where he gets to sit at the table and he's handicapped, mm -hmm. you know, we have, you have broke this down before. And so I kind of wanted you to touch a little bit on that. So, um, like you said, you read this, this article where it said that psychologists place the excuse making as a self handicapping or self handicapping yourself into the category of uh, what we walk into, right? Mm -hmm. And as I was thinking about that, I um, thought about um, what we just said. When you place a label on the excuse or the excuses, you validate why you must be encapsulated or imprisoned to use it all the time. In other words, you yourself are convincing yourself that it is a valid crutch that it's a valid reasoning as to why you must remain stuck in this area and i think until you break that right until you break that you will not be free it's self handicapping mm -hmm. because now you are telling yourself you are massaging your brain and your conscience that it's okay to do what you're doing, that it's okay to be complacent, mm -hmm. that it's okay not to move forward, that it's okay to stay stuck, that it's okay not to level up, that it's okay to continue that pattern. And so when we understand that we ourselves sometimes can be our biggest enemies, we ourselves can handicap us, then and only then we will be able to take responsibility. I think that it is important for us in order to break this cycle to take responsibility. Amen. In other words, if somebody is telling you, uh, sister, so-and-so, uh, this is going on. You know what? You've been saying that you're going to change this for the last five years and it just doesn't change. What is your plan? We always say this and we quote it all the time. If, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Why? Because if you don't have a plan in place, you're gonna wake up one day and you're gonna move on your emotions. Emotions are tricky, because one day you feel like it and one day you don't. And then when you understand that we cannot move on emotions, we have to move based on the truth. And the truth is what's gonna set you free. And so when we understand that the truth is Jesus Christ and that he is our helper in our time of need, that he is the one that helps us move forward, that we need him to be able to be complete. When we look at those things, we're able then to take that crutch out, that we're able to take that paralysis because that is the problem mm -hmm. in what the psychologist is saying. Yeah. Handicap. When you look at somebody that is handicapped, what we're talking about is paralysis. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're going to go deep. I don't know if you if you understand what paralysis is. Vivian, God bless you, Mama. Thank you for joining us. Um, 
I don't want, I don't know if you understand what paralysis is, but paralysis is a miscommunication. It is a disconnection in communication from the brain to the part of the body that is suffering the paralysis. And a lot of the times our excuses become that thing that severs the communication from us being able to stand up and say, I'm about to change. I'm about to level up. I need to do better. I got to cut this pattern. I wish somebody was here to listen. Mm. You know, uh, something that you said, um, you said that we cannot allow our feelings to, to dictate how we move, right? And it's funny because I heard somebody speak on this recently where they spoke about how what, when you, sometimes you really feel a thing, like you're feeling a thing and it feels so real, but is it, but is it, reality is it the truth is it mm. the truth what is the truth Ooh, you know what so so in other words i can feel like maybe i don't deserve to 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 have a good man and so i would settle for for a, a, a you know less than what the word of god may say oh you know you deserve you deserve this or or whatever it is that the word of god is is saying right for like us that. to go ahead and receive but because we feel less than we would go for something that is less and than. that's your reality and that's the real exactly that's so good yeah and that's so, so and, and and so i think this is why it's so important to 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 learn god to learn his voice Ooh. to learn his word to to dig dig deep into what it is that he is saying. Like if you are somebody that struggles with certain areas in your life, whether that is a, a, a you know, met, Mentally, patterns, emotionally, emotionally spiritually. exactly, spiritually, you just go ahead and open that up. Sometimes, you know what, I, what I've done in the past, or even sometimes if, if I'm, if I'm feeling some type of way, you know, I don't know, whatever it may be, I go ahead and I'm like, give me the verses for this because I'm feeling Ooh, like this. I love it. And every verse, it just comes up and I'm like, man, thank you, God, for your it's, word. It's like you counteract the lies with the truth. Exactly. My God, that's yep. so good. Yep. I think the other thing also, and I just want to uh, say hello to Jen and uh, Pastor Olga, Maricela, Ter uh, Teresa. Um, I, I think that it's important also uh, when we're going through these things, to surround ourselves with a, a, a group of women that will uh, uh, kind of look at us and say, you know what, I'm, I'm calling you out in this. Mm. You know what, um, I love you too much to allow you to remain yeah. in this dysfunction or this toxicity or in this pattern, this mental pattern that will not allow you to, to receive God's best for you because you're right. A lot of the times, and 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 they say this in in uh, the Spanish culture that when you're in the midst of the storm, you can't see clearly. Uh, it happens a lot in relationships when you're like struck by Cupid and you're in love and and you feel the butterflies. You're not a good judge yeah. of people's characters, and it doesn't matter how many red flags they're just mm. bringing up red flags, and you're like, oh, I, I can change that. I can change that. I can change that. And your friend back there is saying. Girl, you better run for the hills. That guy, that guy's crazy. That, that no, 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 no. That's a red flag. And a lot of the times when we're so close to the situation, it becomes our reality. And that yeah. this is why we cannot make decisions on uh, based on our emotions. Yeah. We gotta make decisions based on the truth of the word mm -hmm. of God. And this is why it's so important to have Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. because the Holy Spirit will check you. Yep. Have you ever been in a situation and you feel that nudge, that impression inside of you, and you're like, shh, shh. You if, I, if I think about something else real quick, it'll shut up inside. Mm. I won't think about it anymore. 
I won't feel guilty. Come on, somebody. We're talking about truth. We're not, we're not here to hype you up. We're not here to say, oh, yeah, you know, girl, you good. You know what? That's just a little thing. You know what? Uh, around the corner, you'll be better. No, no, no. We're checking those emotions where you try to shut up, Holy Spirit. Mm. And I'm not saying it because I've never done it before. Yeah, there, yeah. there were times in my life when I was one foot in and one foot out. And I remember the Holy Spirit, girl, you better not. Don't open the door. Don't answer that phone. Yep. And I, uh, I'm like, oh, I answered it already. <laughs> oops, oops. <laughs> My finger has slipped and I, I answered. I answered the door. It just opened. And then all of a sudden the devil just comes and ravages you over. And there you are in, in, in a, in a yep. pool of tears saying, God, I did it again. Dealing with consequences. Dealing with consequences. God, please, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, you did. You know. Mm -hmm. You know your vices. You know the, the 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 ways that you go right back into the same sin or that thing that has you entangled. We have to take accountability. And I think that that's how we connect that miscommunication, yeah. that paralysis, that handicapping, where we tell ourselves these stories and we start to believe them. Yeah. You know, um, when you look at people that... Uh, that lie, mm -hmm. liars, people that just, that that's, it's just very natural to them. Compulsive yeah, compulsive liars. It's like they lie about the stupidest things. Yeah. Like, uh, did you pay the bill? Oh yeah, I paid the bill. <laughs> and you're like, dude, they, they just believable. turned over our lies. What are you talking about? And they sound so believable. They sound so, listen, those types of people, they say lies so many times that they start to believe it. And it becomes mm. a sickness. It becomes a condition. And do you know that excuse making becomes a condition when we continue to use excuses why we're not where God wants us to be? Mm. And I think that this is why it's such an important topic tonight, ladies, because before we walk into 2023, you got to get checked. You got to check yourself. We got to check you because we love you. Because we can't see you walking into 2023 the same person that you left 2022. Listen, Linda, listen. Somebody got to say, you know what? This is true right here. Yeah. This is truth. You know what? I have enough people hyping me up. Mm. In Spanish, it's tumbando polvo. <laughs> tumbando polvo. In other words, you know what? I'm hyping you up. You know what, girl? You got this. Girl, you, you, you're going to be just fine. And you never get checked in these areas. And you just continue to live this life of, I'm going to use the excuse that God is working on me to cover up the not wanting to come up to level or changing or even addressing. And I think that that's mm -hmm. such an important word, addressing these situations. Yeah. My God. That's, that's deep, man. You know, uh, <laughs> I remember, I remember a time you, you were speaking about the whole uh, lying to yourself and, and it becoming your reality. Um, me being in a relationship where I, I remember I would tell myself, um, all men cheat. So I might as well stay here with this one. Right. Mm. And it's almost like I wanted, oh, I wanted so to, I wanted to 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 i guess make my mind believe that that was a real truth. convince yourself convince myself that that was real because then i guess when i would see him cheating or find out or whatever things he would do right that i would have to be okay with it look the other way exactly look the other way sweep it under the rug 
And you know, one of the things that you you would probably say to yourself, because I said it to myself for so many years, listen, I'd rather stay with somebody that I know that cheats than to be with somebody that has that cheats and then does something else that I don't know. I don't want to go and meet anybody else. I'd rather just stay here. And so a lot of the times, that's exactly it. If we don't confront these things, if we're not bold enough and brave enough to say, I'm going to stop the, my horses, I'm going to stop yeah. the cart, I need to self-analyze. I need to sit down and see where things are going wrong. Where do I fit in the in the plan of the Lord? And how do I get out of these vices that I've been using? You know, it, so it, in other words, we have blind spots. We have Ooh, blind spots. And I think, I think that that's what it is. And, and, and this isn't just for the person who is lacking accountability. I think that because blind spots is a real thing for everyone in general, it is good for us to have people in our corner or in our circle who are constantly, you know, of course, cheering us on, but also being the people who check us That's when right. maybe we didn't see That's something right. on the rear view mirror. I, I love you know? that. I love the concept of blind spots because even in driving, uh, how many accidents have people had because they couldn't see the blind spots? But that's yeah. why it's so important to have a good circle of people, uh, women and men or friends and family and, and church community that would look at you and say, Mama, you can do better. You know what? Uh, uh, let's lock arms. Look, this is how I did it. Or let's pray uh, through this together. Let's fast about this because mm -hmm. there's nothing better than to being sincere with somebody and saying, I am in this entanglement and I, for the life of me, I've tried, yeah. I've tried to break free from these chains and it's so hard. I think that it's important for us to understand that there are some of us that it's harder to leave some addictions than others or even mentalities, patterns, yeah. mental patterns mm -hmm. because of the things that we have lived through. And if we do not confront those things or if we do not go and assess those ruins and the damage that have has been caused even in our childhood sometimes we will just stay stuck there and we will continue to numb ourselves yeah. by saying god is still working mm -hmm. on us mm -hmm. amen so how do we level up we step it up okay <laughs> how do you level up we step it up ladies you gotta step up come on oh my god yes and so it I want to go through through some steps here and it's embracing change within yourself that is number mm. one that's how you step it up allowing god to work in you helps you to grow and it increases confidence mm. you know when 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 you allow change or god to change you know these patterns in your life like you start to see fruit in your life you start to see relationships being more fruitful you being able to connect to people you being the person who is now encouraging somebody who is going through those nasty patterns mm -hmm. uh quote unquote like level up girl yeah <laughs> listen and, and to be honest it feels good to hear people say you have changed look um i think that one of the things that we have to understand is that Many of us, if not all of us, have had traumatic situations. I think out of a, a thousand women, maybe one or two have never been through nothing. Okay. And and that's that's those are staggering numbers. Mm -hmm. I think that everybody that we can speak to, even here that is here tonight, can say, I've gone through a traumatic situation. Uh, in my childhood, as a kid, as an adolescent, as a teenager, as a young adult, 
There has been trauma caused to you. Why? Because whenever you have been chosen by God, the devil will target you. You are on his hit list. And so he's going to throw you with everything he got, whether it's through an uncle, through an aunt, through a mother, through a father, through a, a grandparent, through a friend. There's always trauma that we have gone through. So how do we embrace the change within us? In order to change within you, you have to address the pain mm -hmm. and what was caused to you and then allow God to heal those areas. I always say this, there's always a room in your house that when you have guests coming over, you throw everything in that room. And, and, and Lord forbid, somebody says, where's the bathroom? You walk them through the bath to the bathroom because you don't want them to open up that closet where you be throwing everything before the guests arrive. Okay, <laughs> everybody has that closet, that room where you just throw out all your junk. And a lot of the times, our personal lives are the same way. Mm -hmm. There are areas, there are rooms in our hearts that we do not allow the Holy Spirit to go and address those pains. And until you do not address those things, you cannot be free from that. On. One of my biggest problems with deliverance ministers is that they think everything is a demon. Mm. Everything is a demon. Oh no, you're demon possessed. Oh, you need deliverance, girlfriend. We got, we got to rebuke those spirits. Listen, I grew up in a hardcore Pentecostal church. I know what I'm talking about. Everything was demonized. Everything was a spirit. And here's somebody that is, has mental illness. And, and you're trying to rebuke a demon from somebody that has a mental illness and, and you don't know the difference. There are instances that is demonic possession, but there are instances that it's just healing that needs to take place. Mm -hmm. People need to allow God to enter into areas that you have not addressed because it's too painful. Yeah. You're too embarrassed. It's too traumatic. You just want to sweep it under the rug because you know what? You're scared. Let me tell you something. The moment God asked me to write a book, I started to write it. I'm still writing. I've been writing it for years. And let me tell you what's going on. Because this is the time when we, even as ministers, have to analyze ourselves. The problem is, or the situation is, that every time I go through a stage and I'm writing about a stage, is as if all the emotions come right back. Mm -hmm. And I, and I, I almost love it because... It's allowing the Holy Spirit to go through these areas that I have shut down for way too long. The time that I was molested when I was three years old, that, that I can't even recall some of the memories. The time that my mom left me when I was three months old in, in Dominican Republic and I had to go through poverty and I had to go through so many different things. Uh, the, you know, the times that I, that I was molested even as an adolescent or even as a teenager. A lot of the things that I went through, I tried to shut them out and say, I forgave. There was a moment when I was 19 years old that I remember I was reading a, a book by uh, Joyce Myers called Help Me, I'm Married. I wasn't married, but I was getting ready, right? And, and, and there I am reading, and she had a whole chapter about forgiveness. And I remember reading the whole chapter, and the book was so good and so good that I was like, I read it in two weeks. And that chapter, I went to sleep, and after uh, while I was sleeping, I had a dream that I was confronting my mom. And in the dream, I, I, I was crying and I was telling her, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. As I woke up, 
it was Saturday morning and there she was. My mom always used to sing Saturday mornings as she was uh, uh, cleaning the house and she would be just singing all over the place really loud and you trying to sleep. And there it is, I wake up and tears are coming down my eyes. And I said, I had to confront myself. And I said to myself, whoa, have I not forgiven her? I thought I did. But it was as though the Holy Spirit was bringing that up. I guess I had suppressed it so way down into my soul that it was there. And I thought that I had forgiven my mom for leaving me in the R. And, 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 and I always used to say that the reason I got molested at three years old was because she left me. And so the problem was, and this is something that, that is off topic, but still in topic because we're talking about healing. Whenever my mom, my mom is the type of a person that she would cater to you hand in foot. She is just, she, she has the gift of, of serving, mm -hmm. uh, of, of helping. And so she would always say, hey, do you want me to cook you some of this? And let me tell you what happens subconsciously. I'd be like, yes, I want you to cook me breakfast. But inside, in, deep inside, even in the subconscious that I wouldn't even think about it, I say, that's right. You're going to have to make it up to me. And sometimes we are walking around with spouses that have been unfaithful and we said we've forgiven and we go back to the relationship and every time something happens, you're like, that's right. You're going to have to make it up because you failed me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about you talking about this. I'm talking about you acting it out. Mm -hmm. And in your heart, you're saying, that's right. That's right, boo. You better buy me that. That's right. You better do this. That's right. Because why? Because we have not forgiven. And that morning I woke up and I ran to the kitchen. I said, mommy, please forgive me. And she started crying. She's like, no, you forgive me. And we had this all session about forgiveness. A lot of the times we have not allowed God to enter these areas and allow healing to take place. If we do not address the pain, healing cannot happen. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very important for us to understand that what? If we are embracing the change within, we must face these pains that were caused to us so that God can heal them and we can move forward. If we do not address it, there cannot be change. Amen. And so what you're saying is that there's deeper roots to why we put excuses or why we uh, uh, act or react in certain ways, but there's deeper issues, deep, deeper roots that sometimes we try to compress or you suppress. know mm -hmm. suppress. Yeah, and, and somewhere that's exactly and what to I'm not saying. have to deal with it, but it, it bleeds into how you live. It bleeds Woo! into your relationships, one hundred percent. The way you operate and the way you don't operate, mm. and and so yeah. Uh, it's deeper than just making an excuse. That's right. That's right. And so if you're going to embrace the change within, you have to let God in. Amen. You got to open up those closets where you have all that mess, that darkness, that, that thing that traumatized you, the thing that you don't want to think about, the thing that they did to you, the thing they said about you, how they hurt you, uh, you know, how they left you, how they abandoned you, how they rejected you. All those different areas, whether it's a, a parent, whether it's a, a sibling, whether it's a spouse, whatever that is, whatever area somebody let you down. It, that's the Mephibosheth syndrome. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody dropped you. Yeah, My God, yeah. somebody dropped you. And there is a paralysis. There is a handicap. And so you're just putting band-aids on it. You've got to stop with the band-aids. Go to the root of the problem. Allow Jesus in and allow him to bring the healing. This is why I always say not everything is demonic possession. Yeah. You cannot rebuke the hurt because you were molested. I'm sorry. That's true. I'm sorry. Okay. 
for for those people that are rape victims you you cannot just pray that away you can't you 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 gotta allow god to go in there and 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 just bring out those wounds you know when we look at the medical field the way that they they bring healing to wounds is opening it up opening it up you you can't put a band-aid on a huge wound because it continues to bleed and uh, uh in spanish it says que, como que se sancocha, like it, yeah. it it gets like a, a, a i don't know like rotten yeah. right and so you have to uh open it up into the air so that uh even with the air and the oxygen it brings to the area to the surface it brings healing and sometimes sometimes we have to understand that not everything is a demon come on somebody Yes, there are demons out there. There's demonic possession. I get it. But guess what? There's also a lot of pain. Yeah. A lot of traumatic situations. And all you you got to bring it to your daddy, to Abba. You got to bring it to him and say, listen, I was hurt. I was violated. Somebody violated me. For those people that are rape victims or, or molestation victims, let me tell you something. That never goes away. That memory is always there. But listen, today I can remember it without pain. Why? Mm. Because I had to give it to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Today I can use it as a testimony. Today I can say that I forgave those people that trespassed against me. Why? Because God is going to use it for the good. Because I can look at a woman and say, you're going to be okay. You're gonna make it. I know it hurts, but if you release it to the Lord, you're gonna be just fine. It's gonna make you a strong woman. It's gonna give you the colors to the wings for your flight. People look at, at us as ministers and say, oh my God, how could you be so strong? Listen, the gym of that strength was my trials and tribulations. The gym to that strength was my process. Mm -hmm. It was that molestation was going through the process of being hurt, having to forgive my mom because she was trying to do something good. She was trying to give me a better tomorrow. It's just that it, it screwed up my present. Mm. It's deep. She was trying to do something good and it just turned out bad. And so for many years, I just blamed her. And, and, and sometimes I think that when we don't address this, we continue to use scapegoats. And this is yeah. where it gets hairy. Because we continue to place the blame on somebody else. We don't yep. take responsibility. Yep. It was my mom. Yep. I'm crazy like this. I'm doing yep. drugs. I'm out partying. Because you know why? I hate my mom. Yep. She never gave a, a crap about me. Yep. It's the victim mentality. And we continue. Oh, it was my dad. He was, he was absent. He cheated on my mom. And so that's why every time I date somebody, he has to be a cheater. Because mm -hmm. I don't know no good. And we're always passing the buck. Why? Because we have not dealt with the root of the problem. Mm -hmm. We haven't allowed God into that yeah. closet full of junk, full of hurt, full of trauma, full of pain. Mm -hmm. I wish somebody was understanding what we're talking about mm -hmm. tonight. It, it, it's so important for us to be called out and said, yeah, God is still working on you, but you have a responsibility. You have a responsibility to relinquish that pain. Yeah. To say, you gotta release it. I release it, Lord. I release my pain. I release this trauma. I release the things that were done to me. I release it into your hands. Amen. I feel the, the healing power of God, even through the airwaves. I feel God just doing something right now. Somebody's receiving that comforting embrace of the Holy Spirit. 
where God is saying, just, just let it go, mama, let it go. It's been eating at your heart for so long. It's been eating at your mind for so long. Let it go, forgive. Allow me to embrace that trauma. Allow me to embrace the traumatic situation. Allow me to embrace that they let you go, that they left you, that they abandoned you, that they rejected you. Allow me to embrace you. Somebody has to understand that people are receiving healing even right now as we speak. Amen. The Holy yes. Spirit is touching your heart right now where you are. I want you to take your right hand and put it on your heart and say, Lord, I release it. I feel the power of God. Somebody's releasing some hurt. I know they hurt you. I know they let you down. I know they stabbed you in the back. I know they talked about you. I know maybe your mom didn't watch you good. I know maybe your dad wasn't looking at that family member that, that hurt you. At that minister that threw you down when, when you thought that, that they were your brother or your sister. Somebody's receiving healing right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, put your hand on your heart and say, Lord, I release it. I release it to you, Lord. I release it right now. I forgive. I forgive my mom. I forgive my dad. I forgive my siblings. I forgive that husband, that ex-husband. I forgive that person that trespassed against me because I need to be free. This is not about them. This is not about them. This is about you, sis. 2023 is waiting for you free. Amen. You yes. need freedom for 2023. You need to move on. You need to level up. You need to stop using these excuses. And God is confronting you right now. He's asking you, allow me to heal you. Allow me to heal you. You are my daughter. You are my precious child. Somebody needs to release it onto God. Jenna says, I went through that. And I'm so grateful the Lord allowed me to fully forgive and heal. It's a blessing. I never take it for granted, guys. We got to release it to the Lord. We got to release it to the Lord in the name of Jesus. Somebody has to understand that we need to release it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My God. My God. Thank you, Lord. It's Thank time to Lord. step it up, sis. You got to step it up. Step it up. Amen. I think uh, uh, going into number two is remind yourself that you deserve the best. Mm. You know, in, when you forgive, when you release these things unto the Lord, you're allowing yourself to walk in freedom. Mm. You're allowing yourself to live a, a life that that, that, that you haven't experienced yet. You haven't even tasted and oh seen how, how good the Lord can be in your life. Right. You know, you hold on to these things and they just, it, it's almost like poison. You just keep poisoning yourself mm. without, you know, releasing this. It's, it's, it's almost like drinking that poison. And so remind yourself that you deserve the best, knowing that you serve a good God, that he wants to give you the That's best. Right. That's you right. know, yes, we go through hardships. That's right. We go through hardships hard things in life but it allows us to be able to testify i think that the good from the bad is that that's right, that, that's that, right. that now we can come forth and, and have a testimony and speak and say you know what i no longer have the excuses i used to have i can now use a testimony that's to right. testify of what the lord did in my life that's when right. i left the excuses when i chose to forgive when i chose to walk in my freedom mm. there is something different that i now experience that i'm able to release unto others 
Like people can can feel, they can sense, they can see right. that you are different, that mm. something has changed within you. That's right. You know, and it also shows the power of God, That's how right. God can work in your life That's to right. go ahead and set you free. Amen. And so just, I want to remind you, I want to remind you that you deserve the best That's right. when you choose to walk away from these things That's that so do good. not serve you, that do not do you any good. Yes. You, it like God wants you to experience mm. the goodness in life. He doesn't want you with a husband that not a husband, a man, a man. Mm. Cause if, if there's single ladies in here, God doesn't want you to uh, uh, be in these toxic relationships with men that probably do not appreciate your value. Mm. you know, or, or whatever it is in your life that you may be going through or experiencing. Listen, there is so much better when you change your, your, your mindset, That's your right. mentality. That's right. You know, they always say that the uh, uh, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, whatever you're putting in, that's what you're going to get out. And that's why it's important to understand the principle of sowing and reaping. Yeah. If you continue to sow these excuses and not dealing with these root systems, then we're going to continue to get the same results. That's why you'll see friends or even you have family members that, uh, uh, you know, 10 years ago, five years ago, are still in the same situations because they have uh, uh, denied addressing these situations and changing what they're putting into the soil. You sow good seeds, you're going to get good seeds. If yeah. you're sowing into yourself and understanding that you are worth it, you are valuable. And that's why Jesus gave his life for you. If you understand the value that you hold, you will also require that from others. You will not give your love on discount. Amen. I love that. Uh, going into number three, it says here, out with the old habit, habits and in with the new. Mm. Ladies, it's time to let go of the excuses. Like going That's back right. to, to square one. That's right. Well, the, That's right. The, the title of the podcast is Excuses. Like mm. we, we all have had them. We still utilize them and use them. And sometimes they may be valid, but you can just do away with them and mm. go ahead into, into the full capacity of what, what God is probably calling you to. Like, yes, you can be a better you, you know? Mm. You can be a better mom. We can be better wives. We can be better friends. We can be better people. We can be better ministers. That's right. What you choose to do with, with, with your excuse will dictate where you either you move forward or you stay stuck in the same place. Our sister Minerva says, uh, yo no olvido y se me hace difícil perdonar. In other words, I don't uh, forget and it is hard for me to forgive. It's important to understand and we have a whole podcast, Minerva. Um, I think it was a whole uh, chapter that we went through where we talked about forgiveness and we were talking about, you know, forgiveness is not because the person deserves it. Forgiveness is because you deserve it, because you continue to be a prisoner of that situation that happened to you, because you continue to, while you're not forgiving, you are in that prison. And it's like she's saying, the other thing is, is like you're drinking a poison waiting for somebody else to die. And in reality, if you're drinking the poison of unforgiveness, the one that is slowly dying is yourself. You're stuck in that place and you're not allowing yourself to move forward. So Ladies, we must remember that forgiveness is not for that person. You are not saying that what they did to you is okay. Forgiveness is not about that. Forgiveness is about saying, I deserve better. And so I need to let this go so that I can move on. And you are not that important that you're going to keep me in, in this prison of what happened to me. I'm going to break free and I'm going to let it go. Not for you, but for myself. I need to be free. So I would advise you to go uh, back to our podcast um, 
and go to our seasons. It is called forgiveness. It is an excellent uh, a one hour, I think like an hour and a half. We were talking about everything about forgiveness. We were, uh, we quoted a lot of the verses in the word that will help you through that process. Um, it is a process. And that's why I always say that um, we, we cannot be ignorant to think that everything is demonic. We have to understand that things are processes and God in his mighty goodness and love will take us through that process as we move from one stage to the other. There, you might be in a, in a stage that you're angry and you got to release that anger to him. You, you're going to be in a stage that you're hurt. you got to release that hurt to him. And it's, it's little, but it's one step at a time with the Lord. And he is so graceful that he will meet us where we are, but we cannot use the excuse to stay where we are. Amen. It's just, we're passing through. Amen. Yes. So we bless you, Minelva. And I know that it is a journey and we pray that God will take you through that journey and that you'll be able to remember without the pain and with including the forgiveness that you have in your heart. And so I love that you're saying that uh, stepping up part three is out with the old habits and, and in with the new. We have to understand that if we don't take out the old, we cannot receive the new. If we are too full, God cannot pour into us. If, if this cup is full, where, where are we? If this cup is full, I cannot put any more content in here. I have to empty this cup in order to pour something else. I have water here right now. Mm -hmm. If I wanted soda or if I wanted juice, I have to empty out this water in order to be able to fill it. Now, if I drank this much and it's up to here, this is the only little bit that I can fill. And so God is saying tonight, you know what? You need to pour yourself out of yourself and allow me to pour myself into you. Because the more that he pours in, the more of the new we can receive. Listen, God is doing a new thing. Isaiah uh, 43, 18 and 19. He's doing a new thing. God is the God of new. God is the God that will give you blessings. Amen. He will take you into the, those new seasons, but you have to let go of all those things that are holding you back. Amen. We'll just go ahead and uh, get into the word now. I'll go ahead and read, read out of John 5 verses 5 through 7. If somebody can write that on the uh, comments right now. We are in John 5. We'll be reading 5 through 7. John 5, 5 through 7. And it says, Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Now there in Jerusalem near the Sheep Gate, a pool, which in... How do you say that? Uh, Aramaic. Aramaic is called uh, Bethesda. Bethesda, which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Mm -hmm. Here, a great number of the disabled people used used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there had been an in, invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked, do you want to get well? He replied, sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I am trying to get in, someone goes down ahead of me. I love this story because it's important for us to understand that this story uh, uh, talks about a man that could that had a paralysis. Mm -hmm. He could not walk. And so he was laying down by the pool of Bethesda. And the Bible says that he laid there for 30, 38 years. Good Lord Almighty. Do you know anybody or are you the person that has been in a mess in toxic in dysfunction for years and years and years and years and you're waiting for the angel to come and stir the water 
And God is saying here tonight, somebody got to listen. Somebody got to hear this out and say, you know what? God has been talking to me for years now and I have not been listening. I'm waiting for somebody else to come and, and do the healing for me. Mm. I'm waiting for somebody else to come and do the releasing. But God is saying, no, no, no. You have to open up your heart. You got to release. You got to stop using this banner as an excuse why you should not change. And so this story right here, this man was laying by this pool for 38 years, waiting for, for an angel, for a supernatural manifestation. Somebody got to understand a supernatural manifestation for this to go all away. Mm. How many of us here tonight are just waiting for a supernatural snap of the finger and magically our problems disappear? Mm -hmm. That's deep. People that are going through divorces, people that are going through financial circumstances, people that are going through problems in ministry, people that are going through problems with their kids or at home or in the workplace. And you want supernatural intervention like this. The story goes on to say that all of a sudden, Jesus comes up to him and, and confronts him, calls him out. Somebody got to hear this. Come on. Jesus calls him out. Dude, you've been here for 38 years. Mm. And tonight we are calling somebody out. You might have valid excuses, mm -hmm. but it's making you stuck. My God. I love it, it's keeping you stagnant. Go ahead. I love that it says the healing at the pool. Mm. And so how it stems down to healing and how, how that's all it. Of, yeah. It stems down to healing. That is the root of why we make excuses. And even when, when sometimes you may have the answer right in front of you, you choose to make an excuse rather than to say, listen, yes, let's move forward. Mm. You know, how, how often do we do that when you have the answer right in front of you? I love that you just said that. I just want to uh, uh, carry that on because, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're looking at this and, and you have the answer in front of you, but you still want to cry. Yeah. You still want to, you want to say why you're there, who you're there uh, because mm -hmm, why mm -hmm, who, mm -hmm. who didn't help the you background you you want to just air it out yep. and and a lot of the people in spanish they said me quiero desahogar yeah right yep. i just want to let it all out yep. come on wait a minute i know you want to heal me but I, give me a yep. second healing can wait let me air out my laundry let me let you know why i'm still what here happened what happened was <laughs> we love the drama we love yeah. rehearsing our mm. toxic we love rehearsing our dysfunction. Yeah. Girl, you don't know, man. <laughs> Let me tell you. You first. know, you know why I'm angry? Because that's so true. <laughs> I was like that for a lot of years. It's like you rehearse the dry. It's mm -hmm. like you have a whole novella in your head. Yep, yep. Soap opera. You just you just have this soap opera. Yep. And this man had a soap. No. Listen, I know you're the miracle maker, the way maker. But let me tell you what happened was the reason that I'm still here for 38 years is my mom didn't love me. My dad didn't care for me. My husband left me. My children are a mess. I made so many financial decisions that were not right. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I've been through. Anything else, ladies? Mm -hmm. Have you heard of anything else? These are good. Cause you don't know what I've been yep. through. I've been a single mom for so many mm -hmm. years. I ain't getting no help from nobody. <laughs> I want to check you tonight. 
because I was a single mom for a long time. And let me tell you something, even when I tooted my own horn and hit myself on the chest and said, I did it by myself, mm -hmm. I did not do it by myself. Because at one point in time, I had my brother watching my kids while I went out to, to the movies or on a date. I didn't do it by myself. But we love to say that, especially us single moms. Right now I'm married and, and I have a, a beautiful family. But when I was a single mom of three, I used to love tooting my own horn and say, ah, I'm a single mom. I've got I'm this. I'm an independent woman. woman. <laughs> I don't need nobody. Yep. I got this on my own. I, you know, with the sweat of my brows, mm -hmm. I raised my kids. And you, mommy, can you watch the kids? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yo, yo, my brother, can you look me out? Jesus. God always sends help. Yeah. And so a lot of the times we use these things to keep us bound to, to, mm -hmm. to the situation. And, and today, you know, just like Jesus called this man out, Today we're calling each other out. We're saying there's areas that we need to check ourselves. Amen. There's areas that you still can level up. Even you, minister of God, yeah. even you, woman of God, yeah. you can still level up in some areas. There are things that you still need to surrender to the Lord. And Jesus looks at this man and says, sir, <laughs> listen, mm -hmm. I'm the healer. Yeah. What do you want? Mm -hmm. What is your request? Yeah. You just ask one question. Do you want to be healed? Mm. Do you want to be healed? That was the question. Do you want to be well? Mm. God is saying that to you tonight. Do you want to be well? Do you want to level up? Do you want <laughs> to walk into 2023 a different woman? Come on. Do you want to stop just using your valid excuses because they're valid, but they're still excuses? Come on now. Glenda says, get up. Mm. Jenna says, I need leveling up in all areas. Come on, somebody. That's real talk right there. Mm. That is being sincere because there, there is no glory in, in continuing to cover the areas that you need help in. Somebody got to look at you and say, sis, you need to change. Mm. Sis, this is insanity. You're doing the same thing, expecting change. Oh my God. Somebody got to look at you straight in the face and have these, these hard conversations. The hard truth. And we over here, so you can't hit us. Nope. So we can have these uncomfortable conversations you know I, I love that jesus tells him pick uh pick up your mat and walk mm. just pick up your mat and walk with somebody pick up their mats and walk today. somebody gotta do it like it's enough of just being right there just you know in in your slumber and in, in the pity of what happened mm. what happened of what was of what woe woe is me yeah woe is me that's the song that we love to sing woe mm. is me and he's saying, do you want to be made well? Yeah. And you're like, but wait, I need to tell you all they did to me. I need to tell you how I'm hurt, where I'm limping, why I'm limping, why I can't walk, who did it to me? Yeah. We want to be heard. There's, you know, I, I think that for us who, who we, we can share those things, but let it be a testimony. Mm. Don't let it be out of pity for self. You know, you can tell your story, 
but let it be to heal somebody else. Let it be for you to testify that you picked up your mat and that you walked Mm. and that you're no longer sitting there waiting for anybody to come heal you because you've already been healed by the one that heals, Mm. you know, and that you've tasted and seen the goodness of God and that you know that any time that you do even go through things moving forward that you uh, handle them differently. They, they may they may hurt you but they don't affect you how it used to that's right you know and and, and i think that that's what i love about my it's like a love story with the lord that's like right. you know what i was this but then you found me and now i'm something totally right. different and now i can testify of your goodness you know what i don't want to dwell in the past anymore yes i'll Ooh. use it i'll pull that out of the bag if i need to, to yes. talk to somebody but can i talk to you about the goodness of yes. god can i talk to you about how good he has been in my life yes. let me tell you what what he's doing in my life now and what he can do with you if he did it with me he can do it with you and i think that if you're taking anything out of this is allow healing allow god to heal you allow the healing to take place so that you can go ahead and walk out in that freedom and so that you're no longer bound to what happened to you in the past but that you can speak about it so that you can help somebody else get out of their mess that's right amen our sister anna says let's keep it real we are some attention seekers. At times, you like the reaction to the dysfunction. That's right. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, we do uh, uh, want people to join our pity party. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the times, we're like, pobrecita, mm-hmm. nena. Ay, you know what? I feel you. I feel, I, look, I, I, now I know why you, you the way you are. Yeah. Now I know yep, why you yep. made the decisions uh-huh. you made. Because we always want the pat in the back and say, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You know, if I was in your shoes, I'd do the same thing. No, they won't. No, they won't. Because <laughs> they don't want drama in their life. And so, yes, yeah, sometimes we, we we like that victim victimization feeling. Yeah. Where people will look Tension. at us. Yeah, and say, you know, pobrecita, you know what? You're right. You know, I know you're going through something. So, yeah, you know, I love that you said, uh, you know, you want to talk about the goodness of the Lord. It's okay to look back to use it as... Uh, uh, fuel for where you're going, but it's not okay to continue to stay and dwell in that. And this man had to had to realize, you know what? I'm com- I'm being confronted by the man that can make me whole. I'm I'm being confronted by the man that can give me the miracle that I've been longing for for 38 years. Ladies, is there anybody here tonight that says, God, I've been longing, I've been longing to have you face to face? And to help me out of this mess, this situation, this mentality, this pattern. I I just need you to do this miracle. And Jesus is facing you tonight and saying, do you want to be made whole? Do you want to be well? Do you want to be well? And so we're here to tell you, you need to assess. Mm -hmm. Assess the situation. Assess the ruins. You know what? Stop it. Tell yourself, I cannot, I can no longer use these excuses. They're not valid anymore. Yeah. They're not valid. God is calling me to higher ground. He's calling me to deeper waters. 2023 belongs to me. Mm -hmm. This is the year of my freedom. Mm -hmm. This is the year where I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Can somebody put that on the screen? I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Somebody got to say 2023, here I come. Mm -hmm. 2023, here I come. I'm going to be the new version of me that God has created. People are going to look at you and not uh, be able to recognize you. No more excuses. No no more excuses. I'm walking into 2023 free indeed in the name of Jesus. I will be made 
whole. I will be well. I will pick up my mat. I will pick up my mat. I will meet Jesus. I will meet Jesus. I wish somebody with all the desires of their heart, you need to be tired of being tired. You need to slap yourself a little bit and say, "You enough <laughs> is enough, man. Enough is enough. I, I, I got to be different. I got to change. Strategies got to change. Ah, God, spark me up, shake me up. Yes. Lord, take me out of my complacency. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, I, I don't want to be complacent no more. I don't want the status quo no more. I will be whole. Yes, Glenda, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Maggie says, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I am going to see the goodness of the Lord, Magali. Come on, Lynette, I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Somebody got to declare it tonight. Somebody got to say 2023 belongs to me. My best days are ahead of me. Somebody has to say that and believe it. I wish you can declare it right there, even if they think you're crazy. Even if you're in, a, in the middle of a, a crowd, say, Lord, 2023 belongs to me. My best days are ahead of me. God, you are in front of me face to face telling me that I am going to be well that I'm going to be well. I'm walking into 2023 like never before. Listen, listen, it's, it's gonna be awesome. I wish somebody can say, Lord, 2023 belongs to my destiny. It is Come the year on. of my coronation. I've been through hell and high water. I've been living in Ziklag. I've been in, it, 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 I, I don't know, in Lodabar, uh, uh, like Mephibosheth. I've been in Ziklag like uh, 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 David. I, I've been in prison like Joseph. But listen, 2023 is the year of my coronation. The 2023, I'm receiving that call from the king. Come into the palace. We have a crown for you. Somebody got to declare it tonight come on come on fun hey, somebody got your say affirmations it. come on declare Ooh. it over yourself i mean only you know how bad you want this we mm. we can say it for you but we can't live it come on you. come I on i can just live it for myself and when you see me coronated don't look at me crazy just come know on. that i i followed through with what god That's said right. you know i stepped up i leveled up i didn't allow anything to hold me back Come on. And so if you want to be uh, walking into 2023, listen, wearing that crown because it belongs to you. Baby. Yes. Would you believe it? There is a it crown. To you? There is a crown with your name on it. Mm. Somebody got to believe it. There is a crown with my name on it. Come on. You got to say this tonight before we leave. Just say, Lord, there is a crown with my name on it. There is a crown with my name on it. And yes, you've been through hell and high water. Yes, you have cried many tears. Yes, you have wanted to give up. Yes, you wanted to throw in the towel. Listen, but God is declaring over you prophetically tonight. It is an active and a live word. We are declaring and prophesying over somebody that there is a crown with your name on it. And your best days are ahead of you. I don't care who told you what. Look at somebody and say, ah, oh, the best days of my life are ahead of me. Yeah. I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. My God, we bless you tonight. Somebody that says I'm putting all excuses, Amen. I'm kicking them to the curb. Somebody got to kick those excuses to the curb. Come, Come on. on. Somebody got to walk in the fullness of what they've been called. Yes. Somebody got to say 2023 belongs to me. I am transitioning to a better version of myself because God is in me. And if God be for me, who can be against mm -hmm. me? Somebody got to declare it tonight. Ladies, it has been a pleasure. 
Oh my God, I love spending ladies' night. Mm -hmm. Was uh, many times we don't get to do this. Um, we get to glam up just a yeah. little bit, right? Um, and just sit here and just have a good old time with mm -hmm. you girls. Um, thank you so much for leading our, our uh, or joining our ladies' night. Um, like we said, this is season five, episode two. We will be doing one more episode before the year ends. It'll be our uh, Christmas uh, episode. And so stay tuned. We will let you know when we will be live again. Uh, definitely be uh, in December. We will uh, let you know with time so that you can set aside some ladies time. Amen. Where you just get in your comfy pajamas, get some tea, get some coffee and a nice comfy uh, chair or on your way from work and just kick up and just relax and have some girl time where it's just you and the Lord and us. Um, we like to thank you so much for joining our show, your show, Level Up Girl. Girl. God bless you. We will see you soon. Amen. And uh, make sure that you share this live. Make sure that you go and subscribe to our podcast in any of the platforms that you listen to your podcast. Go ahead and look us up, Level Up Girl Podcast. That is how it's done. And or you can go and uh, subscribe to uh, our Facebook page or our Instagram page. Mm -hmm. It is Level Up Girl Global. Um, and also visit our shop, lhm1.org. I'm going to, uh, I actually have it here on the bottom. Um, you can see it there. Go ahead and go shopping if you want to uh, still have some things that you want to buy for Christmas. You can go ahead and go into our shop. Uh, we will make sure that we have it out to you as soon as possible so that you can be able to gift somebody with some faith uh, um, things that we have there, some uh, different uh, memorabilia and merchandise that we have. Also, look out for um, our new shirts that are coming out, I think, within uh, a week or so. Uh, we will be letting you know. So, ladies, we love you. God bless you. Take care, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow, what a powerful message that was. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family as we release new episodes every week. And don't forget, it's time to level up, girl.